Hey everybody, how you all doing? Welcome to Good Vibes, Jason B at Broadmind, some more podcast, and let's get the day started with. Um, currently, it's uh, 9:51, and I'm on the road. So um, today's voting day. A lot of things are going to be changing, uh, hopefully for the better. Uh, hopefully, the people that get elected will make better decisions than the people that were previously elected are being replaced. Hopefully, that the propositions that are proposed out there will be helping mankind here in the United States and helping us live as a better people. So, how did I vote? I voted with a clear conscience. Minus all the, you know, the political commercials, it's so easy to get caught in that propaganda roundup, whatever, bull. But nonetheless, I did my civic duty. And uh, we'll be back in just a moment. Okay, and we're back again doing different things. So what are we going to talk about today? Um, I don't really have an exact plan for the podcast today, but I definitely have different ideas and things. Um, I was just thinking about <coughs> of how um, podcasting has really changed my life and the voice that I have. Um, at the current moment, I don't have big draws. I have about Right now, as I see the analytics, about 25 people that listen to me, which I am very humbly thankful for, but I would love to grow more. And thinking about how I can grow more. Um, A lot of people take the steps to cover their material, do fine research, do good promotion. And I think that's really pinnacle when it comes down to podcasting. Um, Just like anything, you gotta have the right advertisements. You gotta have the right kind of dialogue for yourself and making sure that it flows. A lot of times, some of us, we just make mistakes right and left, but then there's always always a character appeal. I'm gonna give a prime example. Um, Patrick from We Live on a Planet, the guy's an amazing guy. I love listening to him and so many people do as well. Patrick has been struggling with uh, some personal issues um, that you know got him to podcasting and he uses that charisma and that character, uh, whether plus or flaw, towards the benefit of making a great station and make putting out great material. One of the things that you got to know about podcasting is, is who your listener is and why you're putting out the material. I understand that I want to put out material, just not for the sake of putting out material, but making an impact in a positive way. That's why I called my station Good Vibes with Jason B of Broad Minds and More Podcast. It kind of covers all the spectrums, good or bad. It makes me, you know, people think, or at least I've been told, that the things that I talk about sometimes it can be mundane, sometimes it can be very impactful, sometimes it can be totally funny. But nonetheless, it's not just focused on saying one thing one way all the time, at the same time. It comes down to, you know, your personal preferences. How you want to project your life, how you want to project your voice, and what gives meaning to that voice on a podcast. Well, that's just a little bit about what I was thinking about in a podcast.
everyone, I'm back again. Towards the end of my day. Sun's getting ready to set pretty soon. You know that daylight savings, 4.15. So uh, on Instagram, a few, quite a few of my friends are posting the reasons why they're not voting. And I respect every single one of them. However, I, um, I voted. You know, I didn't vote on every single thing or every single person. I did not vote for the people. I have no idea what they stand for, what they're saying, what party they represent or whatever. I did not vote for people that I'm like, who the hell are you? Like the insurance commissioner or whatever. Who the fuck is that? You know, and like, actually for once, Instead of voting for the incumbent, like, for example, here in California, one of the most well-spoken and most experienced and senior senators that we have here in the state of California, Diane Feinstein, um, not that I really want to reveal who I voted for, but I will at the same time, I decided to choose somebody else. Time for new blood, whether they make good decisions or bad decisions, and I, the other candidate, I just didn't hear anything about so that's what we're going to talk about a little bit about the importance of your vote and this doesn't mean that you need to vote every time but you know some say if you don't vote you don't really have a voice well that's not true just because elections come and go the election does not make a presence where a voice cannot be heard fortunately here in the United States your voice can matter at any time, any day, any week, any year, election, party, no election, it can matter at any time. Whether you want to choose to support a candidate, or even for that matter, a party, your voice is always important. Yes, it's the validity of what that saying was has some merit, but not all the merit. My me voting today, I voted on important measures like here in California, Proposition 10, allowing communities, if they want to, have rent control. It has no real implications on homeowners at all, but it actually helps them in the long run. It actually helps them stabilize the property taxes they pay, but it also stops them from price gouging people for renting their homes or apartments. I voted on Proposition 6. Why? To reverse the gas tax. We're paying 42 cents on the gallon all the time. Every gallon you pump, you're going to pay 42 cents out of that three, what is it, 39, 49 average here. Well, 49 cents of that money is going to go towards supposedly bridges, roads, and the general fund. But in reality, it all goes to the general fund. And the people that are in charge make the decision on those expenditures. We have to ask the question, how do we get to this place to where we're mostly uncomfortable here in the United States? It didn't happen overnight. It did happen with two parties. It did happen with most of our watch, those who are on watch, listening, paying attention, voting, and also those for who are not voting. Everyone is accountable to this decision. Whether we want to work together as a collective or not, well, 
that's for you to decide. We can't point a finger at a politician because a politician only has so much power for so long. And every four years or two years for some things, there's an election of some kind. They're meant to be put in place for the checks and balances. For one of the few times in history, in the last two years, one party has ruled a majority in the House and in the Senate and the presidency. It's been a very dangerous time. Now, each, both the parties, I believe, are one and the same. They both act like the evil, evil twin or the, or the goody two-shoe, and so to speak. Some people are like, let's keep capital government the way it's going, and some people want us to be socialist, which eventually becomes commune. For so long, we fought against communism because it was such an evil threat to help one another out. But we're all entitled here in the United States to live the American dream as we choose and so see so fit. No matter what condition you're in, no matter what position you are in life, you still have a choice. By any time, you can quit your job, you can quit the things that you're involved with, or you can pick up something new. When we look at the importance of um, who we vote for or who we don't vote for, sends a message. Sometimes it takes one person to voice out one way with one vote and can change a whole movement. It really can. I've seen it. We've seen that happen. You know, it's understanding when you feel like it's a hypocrisy, it's a conspiracy, it's all bullshit, the government's out to get you. Well, with that belief system, as long as we keep mentioning it, it will be, or it is. Think about this way. You have an opportunity to do what you will or what you wish for the most part. We all have to scramble for work and sustenance, and we all have to try hard. So as this day ends, for those on the East Coast, your election day is over with. And for us on the West Coast, we have a couple more hours. Just understand, your voice can mean something whether you vote or don't vote. Have a great evening. And it's the day after the elections. Okay, so welcome back to Good Vibes Jason Me, a Broad Minds Amora podcast. So uh, just a recap of, of the events that have transpired in the last 24 hours. So we got the election out of the way. Hooray! Yes. And then even better, we don't have to see those stupid election ads, you know, for the politicians, the propositions we don't want to hear from all the time, trying to coerce us, you know, but I do have to raise a, a couple points of merit, you know, looking back. So I was listening to, uh, what is it, KCRA uh, Channel 3 in uh, the San Joaquin Valley based out of Sacramento, it's an NBC affiliate, and they were saying that, like, certain propositions or certain uh, mandates or candidates were using lots of funds in advertising, and it rose my critical thinking and sensibility awareness like off the Richter scale. So one of the propositions, uh, Proposition 8, raised $110 million to fight against uh, the the proposition that was going to go through that was going to basically stop big pharma or medical industries 
price gouging people for kidney dialysis treatments. And I have to say, I saw no on eight at least, at least 20 times a day. Now, we never think about how much money it's going to cost to take a commercial slot, how much money. But we do know when Super Bowl comes about how much a commercial ad for 30 seconds can cost so many millions of dollars. So let's reduce that and see or look at how much does it really cost to run a political ad during political season. Now, prime time, um, a spot can run uh, probably in prime time political season, can run up to, I think it's 110000 no, excuse me, $100,000 for a 30-second slot. Now, um, and not just say like, like the last few days of how much they can cost, and it, you know, 10 times a day or 20 times a day um, at all hours of the day, the, that amount of influence and repetitiveness out of habit has a deep impact on people. Um, if you say something enough times to people, will they believe it, good or bad? Yes, studies have shown in many different scientific um, realms, whether physical, metaphysical, or uh, chemistry, biology, all science, if you introduce something to a spectrum, enough times people will or it will be end up becoming the result of the influencer. And that's a big, big deal. So, um, you know, the one that really surprised me in this election here in California, Proposition 10, no, actually two, and Proposition 6. So let's talk about Proposition Six was going to repeal the gas tax that we currently have on at the gas pump. So um, currently in California, we are paying 42 cents on the gallon of gas that we pump. Now, to give you kind of an idea of how much is spent in tax dollars, now this money is supposedly to go towards fixing the infrastructure, the roads, and so forth. But guess what? The monies that collected from this tax revenue at the pump from you goes to the general fund. From the general fund, the governor, the lieutenant, and the state assembly choose how they want to spend the money, how they want to fund projects, how they want, you know, to see how they can balance the budget. So uh, to my calculation, about for at least seven days a week and – I'm going to go off at least about 30 million people going to pump at gas, 30 million different cars, maybe less. But that's my, that's just my theory of how many cars are driving every day, maybe less, and how much gas they're pumping comes out to be almost about a billion dollars, you know, a billion dollars a year. Now, some of us might ask, well, how much are the repairs on the roads, the bridges, and all that supposed to be? Well, we already have funded projects. And the and the thing is, is like what people don't realize is that overtaxation puts a big hindrance on people. It creates an inflation by transportation 
which puts a bigger cost on our goods and services, our real estate, our communications, and all evolves around each other. So, it lost, last I saw it this morning, um, the last count I saw was on, for Proposition 6, it was 68 to uh, 22, no, 32? Yeah, 32, I believe. Um, and that's that's pretty, no, 22, it has to be 22. Um, they're still counting the votes on that, but I don't see it coming up. And they were counting uh, absentee ballots that had already been turned in. So we don't know what happened with the live vote, but they're speculating that Proposition 6 was one on the no side. And then, okay, Proposition 10, um, which is another one that I've really been, like, kind of for because the government, unfortunately, has to take charge in stabilizing what we pay for rent, mortgages, and so on. And it basically said that, that, that any community in the state of California can choose whether they want rent control for however long they wish and see fit. Now, that's a good thing because it stabilizes the real estate industry and building industry you know, you can only charge your, your rentees so much money. So what's happening is, is, in the Bay Area especially, people cannot buy homes. An average home in the Bay Area is going to be $950,000 or more, depending on the community that you live in. So what rent control would have done in the Bay Area and everywhere else in the state of California would level the playing field and allow not let uh, the property owners overcharge people for rent because I've literally watched rents go from, say, like in, uh, in my own community, $800 a month for one bedroom to $1,000 within three months period of time because of supply and demand. And what it's doing is, is it's creating this huge infrastructural problem on Highway 205, which leads to 580, Interstate 80, or 580, to the San Francisco Bay Area, and people cannot get to work because there's so much flood of people who cannot afford in their local communities within the San Francisco Bay Area. Now, some people might say, okay, well, big what we do. I live in Los Angeles. Same thing. Los Angeles has a huge problem. Um, I was reading in a, a news article on CNN that a house in Compton, Compton, $962,000, and this is only a two-bedroom. Now, how is that possible in Compton, California? Now, Compton is notoriously known to be a poorer community or less funded community. Nonetheless, they are kicking people out and people are being, pro, you know, becoming homeless because they can't afford to live. So Proposition 10 lost out on this election, and that was unfortunate. There's many more things to come. I'm going to add more onto this particular episode of the podcast, so stay tuned.